I think Scott is frozen in time. Welcome to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Mulchan, and we make it easy to start working on, not just in your landscaping business. We're a real couple that helped grow our family business to well over a million dollars in revenue. And now we help other landscaping business owners just like you to do the same. Are you ready to build your business? Let's get started. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. Now today I'm excited to bring on our friends Sarah and Adam Lineman over at the Green Executive. The Green Executive is a lawn and landscape peer group. They also do consulting. They also are LMN certified and they help implement one of my favorite systems in your business is the Profit First System written by Mike McCallitz. Mike McCallitz is one of my favorite authors. In today's podcast, they are going to be sharing with us the very first ever Profit First for Landscapers conference and facility tour. This is actually going to be happening on September 28th, 29th, and 30th in St. Louis, Missouri. And this event is packed full of information, packed full of ideas to help create profit in your business. So I encourage you to get signed up today. Early bird pricing is ending August 31st. So in today's episode, they're going to share all about the conference. They're going to talk about what the Profit First system is. So I encourage you, do not miss today's episode. But a quick word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Busy Busy. Busy Busy is so simple to use, and it's the most reliable GPS time tracking app on the market. And the best part is, it was built for landscapers. Busy Busy's founder created Busy Busy because he owns multiple construction companies and needed to understand better which projects were making him money and which projects were killing him. Payroll is the highest variable cost in the project, so you better be tracking it. Busy Busy does this better than anyone else. So download Busy Busy today, and don't forget to mention the Million Dollar Landscaper podcast to get three free months. We want to take a quick second to tell you about our friends over at Cycle CPA. I can't even express to you how important it is to have a good accountant on your side. You know you want accurate bookkeeping and financial statements every month. Instead, you're often left with limited time to focus on the accounting side of your business and no reports to show for it. At Cycle CPA, the landscaping accountants, they not only handle the bookkeeping, but also provide landscape industry benchmarking, job costing, financials by service line, advisory meetings, and much more. Cycle CPA has a team of landscaping accountants available to provide anything from bookkeeping to CFO services. Visit cyclecpa.com and for $100 off, mention the Million Dollar Landscaper podcast. If you want to get the lead you want and turn your current clients into raving fans, then you need to try Send Jim. They've created an exclusive offer just for our listeners. If you sign up today, you can get your first month for just $2. So if you haven't already, go to sendjim.io forward slash MDL, where you can get even more exclusive deals just for Million Dollar Landscaper podcast listeners. That's sendjim.io forward slash MDL and take advantage of these awesome deals today. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. Now today we have some exciting guests on. I'm super happy that they agreed to be on here today. Sarah and Adam Lemon of The Green Executive. Now these guys are on podcasts. They're all over the place. Now Sarah, she's been working in the bookkeeping, the operations, and the jobs basically nobody else wants to do in their own landscape business. 
And not only is Sarah an LMN certified consultant, she's also a QuickBooks certified as well. Now, Adam, he is the founder and CEO of the Green Executive, which is also a landscape industry peer group. He also owns a landscape company, like I said. He's been in business for over 25 years, right? Correct, Adam? Yeah, we sure have. 29 years to be exact. Awesome. Adam is also a LMN certified consultant, and he's also a retired trailblazer with the National Association of Landscape Professionals. So welcome, guys. I appreciate you being on the show today. Thanks, Scott. Thanks so much. So you guys mind talking a little bit about what the Green Executive is and this new event you guys have coming up, too? Happy to do so, Scott. Thanks so much for having us on. Uh, We have our first Profit First for Landscapers conference and facility tour. So we've had people come visit us at Lineman Lawn Care Landscaping in the past. A little one-on-one visits here and there, people coming to St. Louis, and now we've decided to do it up in a bigger way. And we've partnered with Timberline Landscapes in St. Louis, and we are going to do two full days and one fun evening of fellowship and networking and talk and shop, my favorite thing to do. And of course, uh, lots of learning. So if you've heard me talk about events before, when I go to an event, I know a lot of people go to an event and they say like, they're just going to go and have fun, which is great. We absolutely want to have fun and eat. I'm sure Adam will talk about the eating, but (laughs) I'm also very intensive. If I'm going to an event, I'm going there for that purpose. And um, we are definitely going to do a lot of stuff. Um, You're going to be tired at the end. Let's put it that way. A A lot of brain power. Adam, you want to give a little more detail about that? Or did you have anything to add? No, I'll just kind of give a, like you said, a little bit of a a rundown. So um, the event is actually this September 28th through 30th, and it is starting Wednesday evening at Top Golf, actually in Chesterfield, Missouri. We're going to do some networking, have some food, and hit some golf balls for the evening. And then catch that the food, the food. food. That's right. (laughs) All day Thursday. All day Thursday is educational sessions. We have so many great speakers that are coming in. They're going to be talking. Uh, as you say, shop Sarah, Mark Black, former owner of Country Club on a Tree Service, who was uh, who had up to 6,000 fertilization accounts at one point in time before he sold his business, is going to be uh, talking with us. That's a lot. <laughs> Ken Bogeyman from uh, the Swinter Group, a uh, big snow removal outfit here in the St. Louis, Missouri area, is going to be there. Darren Gruner from Total Scape Designs and Turfs Up Radio. Darren's going to talk about how he's running a multi-million dollar landscaping business with no employees. That's going to be exciting. So that's just a few things that we're going to be discussing on Thursday. And then Friday is actually the facility tour over at Timberline Landscapes. And we're going to get to meet his team, his production staff, his uh, salespeople, his marketing team, and so on. Watch their morning rollout, see how they operate. A large company here in St. Louis as well. And uh, learn from them, also provide some feedback to them, and uh, then depart Friday evening. So that's kind of the plan, and I'm looking forward to it. So, Scott, all of this is born from the Green Executive's focus on profit. We do a lot of different services at the Green Executive, and one of those is practicing profit first. And this is our first profit first conference focused on, you know, all the things we do daily and really for management owners, that kind of level is the people that the classes would be attractive to, I think. But the focus of the whole event is profit, building a profitable business. Awesome. You guys mind giving a little recap or a little story of what the Green Executive is for those that are unaware, not sure? All right. So it was really Adam's brainchild. So I'll I'll let you take it from there, Adam. Yeah. So we started the Green Executive in 2017. It started as uh, just, you know, let's do some peer groups. Let's get together with other landscape professionals, 
help them learn some things that we've learned over the, at the time, maybe 25 years in business, right? We learned a lot of things from them. We still learn so many things from contractors that are just doing $200,000 in revenue. It's really amazing. It started there with the peer groups and then how it actually kind of developed more is uh, we use LMN software in our own landscaping company, Lineman Lawn and Landscape. And LMN saw that we started a consulting firm and asked us if we would like to go out and teach their workshops for them, their budgeting workshops. So uh, we were in front of landscape contractors all across the uh, United States. Uh, I know sometimes in Seattle, Washington on a Tuesday and then Boston, Massachusetts on a Thursday. And that's kind of how the green executive really started to evolve and get in front of landscape contractors more. So that's kind of how it developed and, and went from there. And then we started offering more service offerings inside the consulting business and became certified in other aspects of uh, things like QuickBooks and so on. Oh, that's awesome. We actually have a, a one Academy member that's actually had you guys come out and do their stuff for Element. He said yeah. you guys were great. So that's why I love hearing people's stories. So. And it's, it's so fun and so rewarding to see them, you know, progress. I'm sure you can relate to that, Scott. You know, you meet somebody and they're at a certain point in their business. And then as you develop a relationship professionally and friendship wise to see how they've grown. And I know that person in particular has a new facility and it's really been rewarding to watch what they've done. Oh, yeah. They, they, he does some amazing things over there. <laughs> it's very cool. So going back to the, the event, and I know you said it's about the profit first you mind elaborating a little bit about what Profit First is, again, in case somebody's not sure what it is and all about the system? Profit First is essentially a cash management system. So that's it on the, on the face of it. So if you were saying, hey, what exactly, what is that thing that you call Profit First? It's managing your money in terms of cash in the bank. So we have budgets, right? We have planning, we have financials that we look at. Profit First is actually taking the cash in the bank and moving it around so that we are only allowing ourselves to spend what's left over because we are taking the profit first from all of that income we're bringing in. We're taking our profit right off the top. That's the first thing we want to take is make sure that as owners that you are being rewarded for that risk you're taking, for all those sleepless nights, for the you signing your name to all of those documents and being the one responsible at the end of the day. There should be return for that. And historically, in the lawn care landscaping industry, the return for that is sadly low. Very, very sadly low. Like 2 to 3% is kind of the industry average. And that, I mean, we work really hard. Everybody we meet is dedicated and works so hard. They just deserve so much more. I got kind of off on the tangent of why it's so important, but do you want to work on the mechanics, share the mechanics with everybody a little bit? Yeah. So like, like you said, we look at it as sales minus profit equals expenses. And in a sense, profit first is very similar to like what um, maybe your parents, or your grandparents used back in the day, like the old envelope system. Maybe, you know, grandpa came home with his paycheck and had it cashed and he had, let's just say for, you know, a, a number of thousand dollars of cash in an envelope. Um, and really what you do then is you take that $1,000 that's in the envelope and you divvy it up into other smaller envelopes. So maybe he put a couple hundred dollars of that paycheck into an envelope for groceries. And then an other envelope, maybe $50 in there for entertainment. And then maybe the other envelope was in there for their mortgage payment. That's simply what you're doing with Profit First is you aren't using envelopes, but you're using bank accounts. And your bank accounts are your income account, your profit account your owner's pay account, your tax account, 
and then your operating expense account. And through the Profit First system, Scott, uh, what we're doing is uh, we're allocating or divvying up every time you make a deposit in the bank to those different accounts and you're working within your means. You're becoming more innovative with the money that you have left over in your profit account and really trying to operate your business off of what you have inside that operating expense account. Uh, one thing I really like about the the Profit First system is you can kind of just go to look at these bank accounts and see what you have for spending rather than having it in one large lump sum. Because if you see it there, like you don't know how much is going towards taxes or how much is going towards you and you just spend it all. Or you know, I have the money to go buy a truck or you know all those toys that everybody wants. That is exactly it, Scott. So by working Profit First and determining ahead of time how much you're going to allow yourself to spend because you're getting your profit first, your owner's pay, and so on. And that's, you know, the, the accounts that Adam mentioned, those are the basics of it. Of course, there's different things you can do. Lots of fun things like, hey, I need money for the winter because this is a very seasonal business. So maybe I need a drip account where I pull some money aside so that I, I don't have to worry so much in the off season. So there's lots of fun things that you can do. But by only allowing yourself to spend a certain amount, you're forcing yourself to make a good habit in your spending. I mean, if nothing changes, nothing changes because you're going to keep spending how you've always been spending. By forcing the amount you're allowing yourself to spend to go smaller, then you are going to naturally work within those new means instead of, hey, it's one big giant pot. I'll worry about the taxes when I got to worry about them. I got to worry about, you know, making payroll when I got to worry about it. But you can do yourself a favor and harness that power of, oh, I have this much to spend by truly knowing you have this much to spend. Scott, if I could add one more thing, that would be oftentimes contractors, they will go to their accountant at the end of the year, they'll get their taxes filed and their accountant will say, you know, good job. You actually made a profit this year. Maybe like, like Sarah said, maybe it's 2%, maybe it's 5%, whatever that number is, you made a profit this year. And the problem that contractors have is they don't understand if they made a profit, where's all the money at? Where is that profit money? And that's why we stress it is so incredibly important to understand that really your profit and loss statement doesn't really mean a whole lot because you have to also take into consideration many things that are on your balance sheet, such as your liabilities. So you can be showing that you're having a 10, 15% profit on a million dollar business, but if you have $150,000 in liabilities of loan payments and things like that, that are coming off of your balance sheet, in all reality, you're not making anything on a cash basis. And that's why uh, we like to emphasize that it's so important to look at your business uh, on a cash basis and the true ins and the true outs versus just looking at a P&L statement. They're all tools, right? So your, your profit and loss statement is a tool. Your balance sheet is a tool. Profit first is another tool, another viewpoint of the business. And they all have their, their specific purposes and they can be used in combination to really get a feel for how the business is doing. And I think Adam was... Um, mentioning earlier that people will go and get their taxes done and their accountant is elated saying, oh, you made money this year. You've got all this profit. But then the owner is sitting there saying, well, where's all this money then? You know, if I made such a huge profit, where is it? Because it's certainly not in my bank account. Well, the whole idea of profit first is to, to work on that and change that so that when you have, when we talk about profit, we mean cash in hand, not profit on paper. No, and I think the biggest thing that I, I, I see in our, our academy is that P 
people don't know how to read and determine those things. And that's kind of what's nice about the profit first. You don't, I mean, it's important to still understand how those are played in effect, but you can actually see the money in the bank accounts, correct? You can. And that's a really good point that, you know, everyone says, know your numbers, know your numbers. But if you don't know where to start, that's really overwhelming and frustrating. Profit first is something that you can do even if you don't have financials to look at. It's something that you can do even if you don't know how to read the financials you have or if your books are a mess. I mean, we've seen people time and time again that just for lack of knowledge and lack of experience, they don't have numbers to pull on. And that's okay. You can still start today by opening up a new account and taking 1% of all your deposits and putting them into a profit account. I mean, anybody can do that. And I promise they will run their business no differently. They will still spend that 99% just like they were spending the 100 and they will have that little pot over on the side. And if nothing else, just to prove it to themselves that this can be done and you won't notice any different and that money can go and you're still going to operate just fine. Promise. <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys have any stories of people that have been using this, this system and anything like kind of that's really stands apart, I guess? The fun thing about it is that so you, you take your money physically deposit it into an income account. And then from the income account, it goes to um, these other accounts. Once a week is what you start doing it. And then you, most people will transition to less often. But you want to do it once a week at first to get kind of into the rhythm and routine of it. But that money you're shuttling off to profit, the routine normally is to draw it out every quarter. So quarterly, we have kind of profit celebrations where the routine is to leave half of the money in the profit account there as an emergency fund. So it's not all for fun. Some of it is for that, you know, peace of mind that I, I'm sure COVID really helped us see is, is needed. I mean, we all saw a lot of businesses that went by the wayside, unfortunately. This can help build that reserve. So you've got some cash in case. The other half, we pull out and have fun with at least a little bit of it. So seeing what everyone does with that profit as far as rewarding themselves. I mean, anything from taking the family out to dinner, having ice creams and using the rest to pay down debt up to buying side-by-sides and vacations and home gyms. Yep. And yeah, we have a client that bought himself a Jeep, Sarah, recently. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Nice. And I mean, the smile they have on their face from doing that and just knowing that this is money that I got from my business for those sleepless nights, for that stress, for all the calls I took when I, my family was in the other room, you know, you should be rewarded for that. Absolutely. And we see that all the time where people are just, they're at the point like, this is it, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And then, you know, mm -hmm. the employee issues and, you know, dealing with the customers, I'm just done. Well, let's work on this. You know, you can turn around, but you have to put in some time and energy to, to get there. But this is a nice system. I, I really I really think the Profit First is a great system for many people to use that don't have the knowledge or don't have the experience to get started and then learn from there. And then even if you do, it forces you to refine those systems because you can always keep moving that needle. That needle can always go down for, you know, push down my operating expenses, push up my revenue. You know, what are ways that we can attack it? And that's when we're working with a client on Profit First, that's what we do together is, okay, how can we attack this? I mean, it's absolutely a system that anybody can do on their own. We engage with clients to hold them accountable and help them push that needle. You know, we talk about um, kind of one of the, the, the sayings is and protocols is, is that in Profit First, if in doubt, 
open a new account. So you can definitely have more than just those five core accounts uh, of the income that, that the profit, the owners pay tax and operating expense. So you can definitely have more than that. And, you know, if you are thinking about opening up a, let's just say a new division and a nearby town, or if you're thinking about hiring a new salesperson, you can simply open up a new account and start funding that account for what you project those costs to be and see if the business can really afford that right now also. So there's also ways to use that for growing your business. So that's just one other thing I wanted to point out that it's, um, if in doubt, open an account and use that as a way to kind of budget for your growth. Yeah, that's the same thing we, we tell our people too. Like if you're looking to hire a bookkeeper, put away what you're mm-hmm. going to pay them and just put that away. And if you exactly you can afford it, great. If you can't, then okay, what can we do? And then if you can't afford it, then oh great, you have a pot of money there to start paying them. So I think that's that's a that's a great tip. I know we've been talking about profit, and I know something we see is people like want to brag about revenue and I've done this much in sales and, and why is profit where it's at? What, what's the big deal? I think you hit the nail on the head with that. They want to talk about revenue. This is a topic that Adam's pretty passionate about. So are we talking like on top line sales growth? Why that is kind of like a mindset trap, right? Yep. So I guess what it boils down to, it is a mindset trap because contractors, they want to be this multi-million dollar you know, business, a $2 million business, a $10 million business, a $50 million business. And what those oftentimes bring is gray hair. (laughs) (laughs) He has a little patch here on the side. Yeah, I have a little patch on my side, but they oftentimes bring gray hair. And once again, it goes back to, you know, you need to have the reward for that gray hair. You need to have the reward for all the hard work that you're doing. So that's why I do believe it's a mindset trap. You really need to grow profitably first before you look at your top line sales growth. There's one thing that I'll say that I disagree on, and that is when some of the some of the trade magazines are posting the top 100 landscape contractors with sales in the United States. And I don't care about that. I want to see what the top 100 profitable contractors are in the United States and what their secret sauce is. What are they doing for success? Because you can be a $10 million business and be going bankrupt. And so that's why it's so important. Yeah, you could be spending $10 million in $1 if you're, <laughs> I mean, you never know. And so that's why it's so important to me to not focus so much on the top line sales growth, but focus on the profitability and grow your business from the bottom up there. Oh, yeah. No, I, I see people get stuck in this mindset all the time. Every, you know, every January we're working on people's budgets and they're, you know, I want to get to whatever, seven or 50000 I want to get to a million. Okay, but. You're where you're at right now, you're not very profitable. You know how many more problems is that going to bring if you want to try to get to that million? Right. You keep doing the same things you're doing right now. It's not going to work. So true. And I mean, we're not saying don't have goals. By all means, yes, grow your business. We just want to grow the business profitably. And I mean, we were growing the top line. That was our focus back in the day too. I mean, twenty some years ago, we just didn't know any better. And now mm-hmm. we can see so clearly now. And kind of our goal is to help other people see that. Just like you said, hey. I can grow my business, but what's the point of growing it if I just am giving myself bigger problems, bigger stress, bigger headaches, bigger debt? Let's grow it profitably. Let's focus on what we can do as a company to have fun while we're at work because we all work really hard. Let's make it a good time and let's get rewarded for it. 
I think the same mindset goes into play where people are like, especially if they're, you know, not a mid-sized company and they're you're looking at all these big, large jobs, you know, whatever, a hundred some thousand dollar jobs. And they're like, oh, I can go and you have a bigger chance of losing on those bigger jobs if you've never dealt with that before than you do like the small ones that are just routine and do the same things over and over. Is that something you find too? Oh, a hundred percent. Yes. Yeah, de- definitely something that we find. And I've, I've learned that actually from actually Brian, uh, who we're going to be touring at our event, Timberland Landscapes, you know, he sold, it was like a $200,000 landscape construction job. And that job, because there was multiple contractors involved with all different aspects of this construction on, on, on a home, he had to go back to this property like, you know, six or seven times throughout a period of nine months to get this job done. And when he looked at the job as a whole, it ended up not being nearly as profitable as what it could have been for a job where he normally is in and out in a week or two weeks. And so you have to look at that often, the logistics involved and materials and things like that um, as you do a job that is going to take months and months to complete. And I think that kind of plays back to everyone's business is so different. Everyone can find their their little niche, their, what they're really good at and play on those strengths because there's definitely companies out there that those nine month projects, like that is their bread and butter and they're really, really good at it. Not everybody is. So finding out and just kind of honing in on what you're good at and knowing where you're making that money can I think help you focus on that profitable work. Awesome. Going back to your, your event, I think this is going to be a great event. And the whole thing is based on the premise of profit first. you mind sharing a little bit more about like what some of the talks are going to be about and how it's going to relate to profit? Oh, I see Adam going to the agenda. Yeah, I'm going to go, <laughs> go ahead and go to the agenda. Um, yeah. Sarah, do you want to talk about, for, for instance, Michelle, Michelle Burkhart? What is her topic? Yeah, I'll talk about the ladies who are coming. So um, we have a couple ladies joining us. One is Michelle Burkhart. And she is actually a hypnotherapist. So this is a little bit different industry um, that she's coming from, but she works a lot with entrepreneurs and she's going to focus on not only like dealing with stress, but she's actually going to take us through some exercises. She's not going to hypnotize us, but she's, well, I guess maybe technically she is because um, hypnotism, it's not like going to see a show, but she'll take us through some of her techniques that can really help you get to the heart of the matter of what's bothering you and and help us deal with that. So it's stress management, but on steroids because we're actually gonna do some work throughs with her. And then Debbie Blanford is another lady who's coming to join us and she is a HR consultant. So Debbie worked in HR in corporate America for years and years and now she has her own consulting business for human resources. And she's gonna come and talk about how costly our HR errors could be and help us avoid some of those common pitfalls, those those really common things that we don't want to do. So she's going to keep us toe in the line here. <laughs> and then we have uh, Scott Lisak from Castle Rocks Landscape Company in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Come. He's going to be talking on skill first and grow second. Scott um, was a award winner just most recently at the Sima Expo and Sima Show that took place just a couple weeks or so ago. Brian LaValle, who is a financial planner, and Sarah are going to be putting on a session on strategies to pull more cash out of your business. I think this one is the one I'm most excited about because they're just things that we've picked up from other contractors and in our own experience that like, hey, as our business has grown, we need some ways to 
legally and legitimately <laughs> pull some funds out of there for our own benefit. So I'm excited to share those. Uh, we have Mark Black from, uh, like I said, former owner of Country Club Lawn and Tree Service. One interesting thing, and I'm sure he'll touch on it, but about Mark is he is now, after he sold his business, he is now in the agricultural aerial drone business of spraying crops and fields. And I'm sure it will be uh, turf and, and turf fields and things like that here uh, much more in the near future. So that's what he's doing now, but he's going to discuss a little bit about uh, his business that he grew up to, like I said, 6,000 accounts. Darren Gruner, uh, all he does is subcontracts out high-end jobs in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Beautiful outdoor living spaces, and he has no employees. We're going to talk with him as well as uh, his other business and uh, radio show that he has with Turf Soap Radio. So we'll be discussing it with him. Thane Isaacs from Innovations Tomorrow. Uh, Thane actually grew a Valley Crest branch uh, back years ago from zero to $5 million in revenue. Uh, we're going to talk with Thane on commercial maintenance and culture and so on. So, I mean, this is going to be, you know, absorbing all this through a fire hose is how, <laughs> how I, I want to kind of mention it. Because it's going to be hold on and sit down, turn your phone off, eat some good food and learn. I cannot believe he did not mention the nacho machine is going to be fired up all day <laughs> on Thursday. But we tried, no, really seriously, we tried really hard to think about sessions, not only general sessions, but two different workshop tracks that would really speak to people who are trying to grow their business profitably. And, you know, you can listen to all kinds of material that's put out free. And by all means, do that. This is an intensive. This is, hey, I'm dedicating a couple days to work on my business and share with my peers and just really reflect on where we are and where we want to be. It's so important to go to these types of events, especially like the intensive. It, I don't, to me, it changes your mindset because it, like you said, if you listen whatever on YouTube or a podcast, it's kind of like, eh. But when you spend the money to actually go to an event, usually, at least for me and I'm sure for you, you actually take action on it because it's something, well, I invested in this. I need to do something like this. Is that something right. you see too? Yeah. And you're not, so if you listen to a podcast, by all means, still do it. Yes, absolutely. But then you're on to the next thing really fast. <laughs> and hopefully you revisit what it is you learned in that podcast or you're hearing it again in the next one. And then the next one, you're, you're continuing on your, your educational journey that way. But this is just a different approach. You know, it's a different tool to really dedicate that time for days, literally a couple of days, to better yourself and your company. We not only tried really hard to keep the educational part of it really relevant and focus on that profit throughout the event. We also tried to keep the price down. <laughs> so we have some really great sponsors who have signed up to not only provide meals, but also transportation. So we've partnered with um, a, a hotel in the area. Like literally you could fly in and take the free shuttle from the hotel, use the hotel amenities, and then the transportation provided with the event and not have to get any Ubers or anything or Lyfts. You could have all your transportation covered in pretty much every meal, I think. Sounds amazing. Adam and I actually met at an event, something similar to this. Many, many, I don't even remember. It's probably been 20 years ago, maybe 15, 20 years ago. And we learned so much from going to these types of things. And I think it's it's important for everybody out there to to attend some of these events and, and you know, learn from something, go check out the lawn care or landscape company and see what you can pick up from them. You just those little things add up. You seem like little things of how they how they arrange things or how they deal with employees is, is so important. So I encourage you guys to go check out this event. You'll you'll gain so much knowledge from it. 
Is there anything else you guys wanted to add about the profit first or the your event that you're doing? We're excited. I feel like the event's a little bit of a kickoff to the off season in the industry, the busy season for the green executive. You know, it seems like when we're in the thick of the summer or especially the spring, no one's really able to dedicate time to work on their business the way you can in the off season. So, you know, we're getting into that busy time of year for working on the business. And traditionally, Adam has said, you know, everybody thinks we're not doing anything in the winter, but the winter at Linham and Long Care can be even busier than the summer because we're prepping so much. We're planning so much. We're preparing to hit the ground running in the spring. And it's really quick that we get to Christmas. And then after Christmas, it's like, hey, the season's right around the corner. So don't delay, I guess is my point. Don't delay. (laughs) Well, there's only a limited (laughs) spot. So you got to get in there early. Get in signed up now. And all those things you want to work on, like we got to start them now. Let's do it. Let's stop talking about it and let's do it. All right, guys. Well, I appreciate you being on the show today. And everybody out there listening, definitely go check out their event. Sign up today. You're not going to regret it. Trust me. Gaining all this knowledge from all these experts is going to be vital to your business, vital to your growth. So I encourage you to sign up today. Thanks, Scott. Thank you so much, Scott. You guys have a a couple minutes for some fun questions? Oh, sure. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. I guess this could be for both of you, I guess. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Oh, I know mine. (laughs) (laughs) that was quick (laughs) well it's kind of a running thing and it's funny so adam's the random question guy at least at home like hey if you could eat anything right now what would it be (laughs) so we've had this conversation recently of if you could have one talent or skill mine would be to sing if i wish i could sing if i could have a singing voice i would share it with everyone there you go nice Mm -hmm. yeah I, I, I hate these impromptu type questions because I do have to think about them more. <laughs> I love it. I, I do too, so don't feel bad. If we can leave that one for Sarah, if you like. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Would you rather be able to record your thoughts or your dreams while you sleep? That's a good one. I would say dreams. Yeah. Sarah? Yeah, that would be cool. I would love to see recordings of my dreams because when I wake up and I know I was dreaming and I'm trying really, really hard to remember it and I can't. It makes me sad. So I would love to record my dreams. That could be a rabbit hole though too. <laughs> well, yeah. So I have the, I don't remember my dreams at all. Katie, on the other hand, she remembers everything and then usually <laughs> I end up getting in trouble because I probably did something wrong in their dreams. So it's <laughs> not a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> She'll wake up angry at you and you're, you she have no has. idea why. <laughs> she has. She's like, you did something wrong. I'm like, how? <laughs> you're sleeping. <laughs> But you did. I'm sure I did. Yes, <laughs> yes, honey, you're right. Yes, dear. <laughs> All right, last one. What is the weirdest thing you've seen in someone else's home? Oh, <laughs> I have a good one for that, too. So so when we first started dating, Adam had a little condo that we shared, and then we were ready to move to a house. So we were house hunting, and we were looking at this one house in particular, and there was an upstairs. So we were going up the stairs, and they had a porn video sitting on the steps. Oh, nice. <laughs> and nice. We're like, okay, you're you're literally showing your house. They knew we were coming and they left. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there nice. were other things on the on the steps too, but that was amongst them very prominently. <laughs> I never would have thought about that again. <laughs> Makes you question whether you should move there. <laughs> it was the butts up babe. As soon as Scott said the question, I thought butts up babe. That was the name of it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Adam, you come across anything even like in your landscaping or anything? You dig up yeah, anything? You know, I, once again, I, I just, I, 
Well, you got something, Sarah? <laughs> Want to refresh my memory? What John found at the... Um... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, I guess if you're out and about um, servicing properties, you know, you know, 150 times a week or so, you're going to come across some some funky things in some parking lots of, of taverns and bars and things like that. Uh, you know, when you're when you're turning around and whatnot. So yeah, so, tools. Yeah. Speaking of tools. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll use my imagination oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> you never know what you're going to find. <laughs> you never yeah. know. Katie, my wife, she worked for the county parks, and she would have to go clean up. The trash bins and yeah she found some some interesting things that parks too so well i hope it was at least in the trash bin and not just randomly left behind but Uh, i'm sure i'm sure there was a mixture yeah it was interesting it was like a whole bag she said it was kind of impressive i guess for (laughs) what it was but (laughs) (laughs) all right guys well i appreciate you being on the show and um any last final words you want to say or share start today yeah, just start today. Start putting that one percent away into uh, into a profit account uh, if you're not currently doing anything like that. So start funding that. You won't even, you shouldn't even notice the one percent going away. And it's really just time to start making profit a habit and not just uh, an event or surprise that may occur every other year or so. It's time to start making it more routine. And then um, for those that want or that are interested in the event, where can they go to sign up? Uh, we have an events page on our website at thegreenexecutive.com forward slash events. And the agenda is there. They can uh, register there. It has a list of the speakers and so on. So check it out. Uh, sign up. If uh, you need a payment plan, we're happy to work with you on that too. Uh, the early bird pricing is eleven ninety five, and that early bird pricing ends on August 31st. Or you can sign up um, anytime up until September 28th also. Nice. All right, guys. Well, I appreciate you being on the show. It's been fun. And I look forward to doing this again in the future. That would be great, Scott. Thanks so much. All right, guys. Have a good one. Bye. Hey, everyone. Just want to thank you again for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we do ask you for one quick favor. Could you please head over to iTunes and leave us a review? A five-star review is even better, but it helps us get our rankings up and help us spread our message. (laughs) 